Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show, hour number two. Happy Easter, everybody. Hope you're having a terrific holiday out there so far. Me, uh, you have all your blessings and your Easter eggs, too. Get it, get everything you need. And, of course, some pro wrestling, just for fun. Yeah. That's what we're doing. I thought you were going into a sag. No. <laughs> I was like, here he comes. No. He's going to swing right through this one. I got I got, I got those for later. We're all good. Okay, good. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us here on 101.5 FM KDON. We certainly appreciate it. The David Difference. Yes, sir. From Future Stars of Wrestling. FSWVegas.com. Big card coming up on Friday. High octane. Don't want to miss it. We got a guy, um, Big Fonz. Like, I met him at a couple shows back out here. He was out here helping out. Like, good energy, good look. Mm. He's from the Bay Area. so yes. And we had some, you know, he knows some of my people from out there. He'll be making his debut yeah. this Friday, high octane. He's somebody to watch, man. 100%. I'm excited go. to see Big Fonz. I was real excited to see him coming out here for his debut. Yeah, yeah. He's good. And yeah. Brian Ronovich from LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. Joining us as well, of course. Yes. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm excited for the card Friday. Three shows this weekend, too. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. Gonna FSW be... Friday, Pride Style Saturday versus Sunday. Yeah, very busy Sunday here in Las Vegas as the wrestling scene continues to explode in this town. No doubt about that. It's going to be something, especially, well, I'll tell you what, I can't wait for Memorial Day weekend. Yikes. I think everybody and their grandmother is going to be here with Double or Nothing coming to town. Of course, the All Elite Wrestling Big Shoe with Dynamite on Wednesday and that on Sunday. And FSW's got cards. I mean, there's cards everywhere. GCW's coming to town. It's going to be absolutely insane. So if you're a wrestling fan, get out here about Tuesday. I think it would be a good day to come out. Sure. And just enjoy it. Because it is going to be a blast. Yeah, so much going on. You got to pick your spots, man. Yeah. You got people, new promoters popping up, like mm-hmm. everybody trying to take advantage of this one. Oh yeah, pick your spots, man. But it's going to be a wild weekend. Because you got everybody here, you know, with all the talent here. Oh, you yeah. can. It's you know. Oh, you want to do four shows today? Okay, you know, because guys will they'll wrestle three oh, times man. in one day, no problem. So we did it before, and mm-hmm. just I, we were shocked at like the people that just kept showing up for show after yeah. show. It's like, yeah. oh, now we're going to do one at midnight, and you still here, packed house. Yeah, it was wow, yeah, wow, yeah. really was. Yeah, even wrestling observers coming to town. Oh yeah, yeah. Should, should we should we challenge? Uh, well, I guess it depends well, who would did, be on the team. He did last year too. He came out with uh, Alvarez. They were, at, I think, they were at the Nugget. Yeah, they did, they did. This year it's at Harrison Drive. So yeah, and they're going to be here. Arena. Yeah, and they're well, they're doing like a banquet. observer. I think yeah. so, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I, they're they're going to be there, and they're yeah. also doing a banquet too. Because the um, so. the women's show is right after. Which is what they did last year. Yeah, so I I might not be afraid of Alvarez, but if, if filthy Tom Lawler gets involved, yeah, um, Brian, I'm tagging you in and letting mm-hmm. you go. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah I don't I'm, want nothing to do with Tom Lawler. I'm, I will leave you in the ring with Tom Lawler in the blink of an eye. I had a near-death experience with Tom Lawler last night, so I'm, <laughs> I'm still kind of recovering from that. Something else. All right, so we are still waiting the arrival of Brett the Thread. I saw on Twitter he said he's running late, so we will get him in here as soon as we can. But we did also have some news from All Elite Wrestling, and I want to make sure we get into this because – some pretty fascinating stuff happened on Dynamite. Number one, Jay White shows up. So Jay White is now all elite. That was uh, expected, I think. Yeah, I don't think anybody was really thinking he was going to WWE. But Jay White is now all elite. FTR the back as the tag team champions, and that pretty much affirms their contract status. They're not going back to WWE. Thank God. Mm. <laughs> I would say that's a very good thing. And then... The major announcement, you know, Tony Khan loves those major announcements. This was actually a major announcement as they announced that they will be doing a card called All In. Of course, that name is back because they got mm-hmm. the Ring of Honor thing. That was their first, the first thing that started all everything with All Elite Wrestling at Wembley Stadium. That's right, kids. The 80,000 plus, actually, you can get, I think you can get 90 in there if I remember right. But the field, putting fans in the field. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of seats to sell, and I think a lot of people when the first announcement got made right off the bat were like, "AEW is not going to sell out Wembley." Well, already on pre-sale, they've sold twenty five thousand tickets, pre-sale. So that means, and the card, no idea what the card's going to be. We're four plus months out, so let me ask you guys this: Do you think that AEW can sell out? Wembley Stadium. Uh, the David. Go, go, <laughs> the David difference, man. Uh, so <laughs> I'm having fun with it. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, it's all good, man. Um, so 90,000, I don't know. That, I mean, that's a stretch, man. That's a lot of people there. Uh, but I think that every time that they got a big arena, that was in question. Like, can they sell it out? Yeah. And they sell it out quick. Like, fans fans are pretty loyal to this, uh, to this brand. So I, I definitely, I, I don't put it past them. Yeah, I think it's I think um it's definitely possible if you're going to do a stadium. I think uh Great Britain is a great place to try and do it cuz they have some pretty intense fans. I think um I think they can. I mean, they definitely um exceeded expectations in the past to what Dave said, you know. Like they their fans are super loyal. I could see their people going across the pond to go to the show. I could absolutely see it. I could see you doing that, Mark. Yeah, I. <laughs> it would be fun. It I, would. It I, would I think that this is actually, if you were going to do your first big stadium show, I mean, they sold out Arthur Ashe Stadium, you know, which is where the, the U.S. Open is for right. tennis. Right. You know, and got, I think it's around 22-ish, and they yeah, had no problem, different. no problem doing that. But obviously, this is a whole new ballgame. But they haven't been there yet, which obviously you get the, wow, this is the first time we get to see the AEW gang there. Plus, you have the rabid fans that are in the London area coming out there too. I think Tony may have made a pretty good decision. Are they gonna Are they gonna get the eighty to ninety thousand? Yeah, we'll find out. I think it's I think some it's going to be card dependent too. Well, who who do they? Well, that's what I was just going to say. Well, who do they have on the roster? Like what Soraya? Uh, that's that's local. Right. You they, you got to have that. I mean, if they're not going to have some, not her necessarily, mm-hmm. but if you're not going to have at least some kind of a solid draw, in my opinion, who's from the area, you know, like that's where I think, like 
Gunther will get booed like crazy. They hate him there. So that'll, that, you know, but as far as like somebody who's way over that's British, that's what I think you really need on a card like that. And like you know, you got to have people like that. And you know who I think one name they'll probably, they will probably bring in is Will Ospreay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would not be surprised if Ospreay was brought in for this card. But, you know, I was trying to think of possible main events that you could have for this. And, one came to mind that I think would be really intriguing, and, I, and obviously maybe you still have the CM Punk card to play, but I don't I don't know if that'll do it. But would would an MJF and Adam Cole main event be enough to do it? I mean, obviously you're gonna have other matches on the card, but that's that's not a bad main event if you could save it. Right? Yeah, I I, I think it would be a great main event, but to increase the 90,000. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I don't that's think a one. That's, yeah. that's bigger than WrestleMania. Well, I think, yeah, and I think one of the big, at least the Wembley Stadium show I think about is that in, in I believe it was 91, the SummerSlam, SummerSlam. Brett and Davey Boy. Yes. He wrestled Davey Boy. Right. That's right, right, why right. it was, you know, obviously it's 30 years ago, but it's still the same premise. I mean, they, they love their hometown talent, you know, and I think that you have you. I think they would want to have somebody like that either in the main event or in the mix for it. You know, somebody, I don't know if Will Ospreay's that guy. He's there all the time. I know he wrestles Japan, but he's always in, he wrestles in Europe too. They see him a lot. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's necessarily a name that's gonna. I, that would be know. intriguing if you say you matched. Well, now if you matched up Brian Danielson with Osprey on the card, I'm not saying now I'm, that would be that would certainly add to the yeah, add to the mix. This goes back to what we were talking about with Gunther and Roman Reigns. Right? No, is for business wise, no, but it's be a heck of a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Osprey being there is good. I'm not saying it's not, but I don't know. I I just would like to see him have like, you know, somebody else that could be maybe it would be a bigger draw out there than Osprey. Yeah, it's it's going to be fascinating to see what you do on that card, and and with the other ones leading up to it. Obviously, we still got double or nothing coming up. Yeah, so you've got that in the mix there too. So this is going to be pretty fascinating if uh, they can pull this off. I, I mean, I think they will. I hope they do. I hope they're able to do it. I think that would be cool if they can sell that out. That's, but even if they, but I mean, here's the thing. I think you have to also. Um, kind of taper your expectations to a degree too like are you is your goal like obviously you want to sell it out of course but i don't think if they got 60 or seventy thousand at wembley that that's necessarily a fail no no absolutely not. I, there'll be people that say it's a fail but that's not a fail that's that's excellent and if that's where they're kind of going with it like hey we, we're going to talk selling it out but we get sixty five thousand would be great like if that's what their goal is then you know what i mean like it depends on uh, what they do, if they're going to go and try to just sell it out or if they're just going to – do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you if you sell out – even if you don't sell a, a massive stadium out like that, you know, there's still a lot if, – if you sell 50-plus thousand tickets, let's it's say you do 60, crowd. you get 60, well, that's pretty much a Legion Stadium right mm-hmm. there. And twice that, as much as Arthur Ashe. So yeah. that's a win. Yeah. And the crowd would still be hot. It would still be – I just think they would – I think they would like to have somebody that could maybe be a bigger draw than Will Ospreay. Well, maybe if Drew McIntyre doesn't sign his new contract. That would be somebody that would <laughs> okay. certainly be. Could you, could you imagine if Drew McIntyre goes in there against MJF for the world championship? No, there's your there's your crowd. Yeah. 
there's your 90,000. That would that would handle the situation. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll tell you what. Uh, we have just had the arrival of Breath of Threat, apparently. I hear the music. So we're going to step back. We're going to take a break. And when we return, we will have Brett the Threat joining us. And I bet I know where Brett was, by the way. I bet I know where he was, Brian. I think I know where he was, too. He was at Unique Eats. <laughs> That's right. He was having breakfast, which is wow. where you should be, too. Get on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100. Some unbelievable breakfast, lunch, pastas award-winning pizzas dominic has won competitions internationally great great chef you will absolutely love it plus thursday night's five course dinner unreal unreal and of course also does catering vegan smoothies they've got booze over there all you want so head on over there and check it out at unique eats 3100 south durango suite 100 and check out their menu as well at uniqueeatslv.com All right, let's take that break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by Brett the Threat. I'm hoping he doesn't try to cause me pain. Praying to God. So stick around for that and much more here on the Mark Hoke Show on KDON 101.5 FM, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. We'll be right back. In a kayfabe world, LasVegasWrestlingScene.com brings you the real story. Las Vegas Wrestling Scene is the source for pro wrestling news, along with their up-to-date events calendar. Visit LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Oak Show on KDON 101.5 FM. We are the talk of Las Vegas, best of pro wrestling news and entertainment. We are still trying to corral Brett the Threat. Apparently he has now been lost, but we will uh, we'll get him in here as soon as we can. All right. So uh, just to remind everybody as well, if you haven't seen it, we are now working with our good friends at the Cauliflower Alley Club. Of course, if you're not aware of what the Cauliflower Alley Club is, that is one of wrestling's premier charities where they help out people that have been in the wrestling industry that are in need. You know, medical bills are just falling on hard times and need a little assistance. And uh, we're very happy to be working with uh, Brian Blair, of course, of the legendary Killer Bees. So... We want you to uh, please go get a membership. It's 25 bucks a year. That's it. And uh, you can be a part of the Cauliflower Alley Club and help support a terrific cause. Just go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and get yourself signed up. We would certainly appreciate that. And also, don't forget, they have their 57th annual Cauliflower Alley Club reunion coming up here in Las Vegas at the Plaza Hotel and Casino, uh, August 28th. Through the 30th, it is going to be an awesome time. You're going to get to meet some of the all-time greats in professional wrestling. Plus, we've got two dinners coming up that uh, on those uh, Tuesday and Wednesday night as well. So, so highly suggest you go get tickets for that. Uh, that'll get you your membership. You can go in and you can walk around a little bit, do some nice. things. But then, of course, 
if you want to go to the banquets, it's going to cost you a little bit more. Right. But, but that all that money goes straight to the CAC to help the cause. So that's really good. Yeah. So get your membership right now. Go to caulifloweralleyclub.org. Get your tickets to go and check that out. And also, by the way, don't want to forget, we have our patron program. If you want to help the show just a little bit, plus you want to help the Cauliflower Alley Club, plus get all sorts of really cool discounts from area businesses and actually not area businesses too. We've got a few different ones up there. Just go on the Mark Hoke Show and clip, clip, you can clip it, you can click it, you can do whatever you want, but click will probably work better. Yeah. Right. It's easy for you to say. Yeah. Just go on the website and click on the uh, join our patron program page. And $5 a month and a dollar of that each month is going to go to the CAC too. Nice. So not only do you get free stuff, but you also help out a great charity and you help support the show. So we can do more things and, you know, maybe all of us can go to WrestleMania next year. Absolutely. That's a good idea. Yeah. Philadelphia. Philadelphia, baby. I've never been to Philadelphia. Oh. You're missing some good things. I don't think I'm missing anything, but we'll go to Philadelphia. Uh, you, you little Washington guy. Yeah, I don't like, I'm not an Eagle guy. Oh. I don't, I don't want to be around all that. Well, I'm you just know, kidding. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, Philadelphia would be really cool, especially for history and stuff like that. I, I have, I would love to check out Philadelphia. Yeah. So please support the show and, you know, help support the CAC mm-hmm. as well. We'd appreciate it. Oh, and that reminds me, by the way, uh, we did have a passing in professional wrestling. Uh, this week, as we unfortunately lost Butch, uh, Bushwhacker Butch, Butch Miller passed away. And, of course, some might remember him from the Sheep Herders before they yeah. became the Bushwhackers. They went from being the most vicious tag team on the planet to being, yay, whoa! Yeah, character. Yeah. More than, yeah. A little, little comedy act. Yeah. I read an interview with those guys, by the way, about that. Why did you change? You know, why did you stop being the Sheep Herders? And they said, <laughs> "Money, money talks, man. <laughs> money talks." So the, but uh, we want to wish uh, the uh, the Bushwhacker fa- fans and the family of uh, Butch Miller all the best. And of course, I and I think they have a GoFundMe set up for funeral expenses too. Oh, okay, so good. You know, go look that up. Uh, but certainly, I'm sure they would all appreciate the help. And that's some of the stuff like what the CAC does, right? So make sure you. Do that and uh, yeah, get over to Cauliflower Club and take a look see at that. Yeah, I can't wait for that. By the way, I mean that's it's a few months away, but that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that'll be a fun weekend for yeah. sure. I'm sure there's going to be some interesting wrestling going on too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's there's yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're we're there'll, gonna have there'll, our, there'll be shows for sure. Yeah, and I know we're supposed to be having our first CAC segment and. I'm not sure who it's exactly it's going to be yet, but one of the award winners for that mm. banquet is going to be on the show. Oh, good! Next week. Oh, good. Here in studio? Not in studio. Okay. Because I, the the peop, I think both possibilities are in Florida. Ah, well, but I, yeah. I don't want to. They're not going to fly in just to do this show. They the, should. The hottest wrestling show and, and in the knowing, country. Knowing who some of them are, they would probably love to come to Las Vegas for a weekend. <laughs> but I'm not going to. Don't want to announce till it's new. Yeah. yeah. By the way, CAC just redid the website. Oh, yeah? It's looking really good. Yeah, I'll check it Looking out. really good. So check that out. Uh, well, Brian, while we're still waiting to see if we can find Brett. 
He's, Brett's the three. I think Brett's still trying to find Brett. <laughs> That's a possibility. That's kind of where we're at right now. Uh, we we had some controversy on Monday Night Raw, and I don't know if you saw this or not, but Vince went to Raw, and after, of course, the big deal went through, by the way, mm-hmm. as now they are under the umbrella, or will be under the umbrella of Endeavor, which owns UFC as well. So we've got a combo deal on that, and Vince is staying on as uh, an executive vice president of whatever the name of the new company is going to be. Well, Vince went to Raw. And, kids, it wasn't too good. Of course, the show was, eh, right, not, uh, not critically received very well. But apparently Vince was back at it again. Ripping up scripts, changing stuff on the fly, even during the show. Apparently, Seth Rollins was not happy about what happened to him. There's rumor, I don't know if you saw this or not, but when he went out to the, he did an interview, then went out to the ring, and that's where it ended. And there's rumor that he may have gotten, there may have been a rewrite, and that was it. It said, come on back, you're done. Just crazy stuff going on at Monday Night Raw and a ton of negative reaction from fans, from press, from performers who were not happy about the show getting ripped apart like it used to. Now, apparently he stayed home for SmackDown in Portland and maybe made some minor, minor tweaks. But, Brian, your thoughts on Vince McMahon invading Monday Night Raw again and causing some trouble. You know when they, when the first when he first got back into the mix, the what a few months ago when when the sale was being discussed. Every tiny every time there was some small little tweak, it was like oh Vince is still involved. Vince is still involved, and I and I would always tell people like well that doesn't mean he's still in the gorilla position if it just because it looks like something Vince might have done. Obviously, Monday was the situation that nobody wanted to see. It, it, he had to be in charge that night. Like, the, it, it had to be. It just was so much like what we saw beginning of last year and, you know, leading into that. You know, it just was, it was like everything went backwards in the span of three hours. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. And a lot of the talent was very upset about what was going on because they had now gotten used to it being hey, properly. Hey, we know what's going on on Thursday. We get ready and come in Monday and do the show and go home. And we're thrilled about that. Yep. Instead of being told, Oh wait, nope, do this. Oh wait, no, here's a new script for you. Oh, and just having complete chaos. And, and I'm, I'm almost wondering if Vince kind of got the message. I'm hoping for, for SmackDown on Friday, because like I said, he decided not to go and, Pretty much, and for the most part, stayed out of it. Right. But I can tell you this: that it will be very interesting to see what happens on the ratings next week for Monday Night Raw, because like I said it just was a very incohesive show, and and it showed. I mean, you know, Brian, you know, I talked about this on the show quite a bit before that just Monday Night Raw was unwatchable for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then once Vince was kind of out of the way, it it got good again for sure. So you I, could see it in the talent on the shows, the the enthusiasm, like they were wrestling with a whole new degree of vigor, which they didn't have before. And now the concern for me is like, I hope we don't 
you know, obviously concern for everybody. We don't want to see the regression after coming off still, even if night two wasn't the card we necessarily wanted overall, like we got night one, it still was markedly better. And what we've seen over the last nine months specifically has been markedly better. So I don't, I definitely don't want to see it go backwards. Hopefully Endeavor saw this and was like, what the heck is this? What, this isn't what we paid for. You know, I mean, you well, know. It, well, and it's fascinating to me that Endeavor uh, had said that they wanted Vince McMahon as part of this, that, you know, we had to have Vince McMahon involved in the company. And, you know, the, I, I well, don't know. Involved, I, I, involved is different than having creative control. Right. The Vince, the businessman. I don't. I don't know how anyone can can criticize the the overall business model that he's built, and so having him involved in the business side of it would make sense to a degree. But having him involved in the creative was what was killing the company. It's it's to me it's no no. Uh, it's not surprising that the sale news really increased once the product got better. Once things were improving on TV, once things looked more stable, steady, the matches were better, the shows were better, then the sale talk increased. That wasn't because of Vince. The, the creative stuff had nothing to do with him. You know, so I think having him there is fine, but what he's involved in, I think, is going to be the key. Well, and there were some rumors, and I and I don't know, I, I kind of take this stuff with a grain of salt, but it's a bunch of people saying, oh, we're going to quit, and mm-hmm. you know, so on and so forth. You know, quitting, saying you're going to quit WWE and actually doing it is quite a different, uh, different story there. But I can tell you this, that if Vince keeps this up, you know, things were really down at WWE. The morale was down and things were very, uh, shall we say, super happy at uh, AEW for a long time. And now all of a sudden, if Vince keeps this up, you know, does... AEW looked like the destination to be again. You know, it's 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 pretty intriguing. I I I don't know I don't know how this is going to go over, but you know, Vince has a boss now. Well, that's so yeah. I I think that might help. That's what I was just going to say. Is like the difference is is that he's not the top guy anymore, and he can be fired, and can't just walk back in because he's a founder. Yeah, and he's got a... You know, not a founder, but yeah. he, you know what I mean? So yeah, and, and it, apparently he's got a pretty good out clause, too, by the way. Yeah. So if, if they do decide to say sayonara, he gets some serious coin. Well, so, of course. Yeah, so... Of course. That's so how it works. It'll all work out for him. Of course, he got the $9.6 billion <sighs> for selling... Boy, I'll tell you, a lot of people said that evaluation was a little too high, but you know what? Good for them. and Good for Vince. He, yeah. he is a billionaire now. Officially, one hundred percent. He's off the fluctuation line. He's not in the gray area. Yeah, I, I would not hey, gray now. Listen, I'd, it's per, I'd be perfectly fine with being in that gray area that Vince was in before. Yeah. Like that'd be fine with me. Yeah, I could do a lot of that. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, I'll tell you. Well, let's get our let's get our other break in early because I'm hearing rumor that Brett is here. In I the think. Building. I hope. Oh, I hope so, too. So we are going to hear from Brett the Threat as he gets ready for his big showdown coming up this week at High Octane at the FSW Arena, 7 p.m. And that should be a lot of fun as he is going to be taking on uh, 
excuse me, Jacob Austin Young, another great talent. It should be a, a grapple fest on this one. It's going to be good. That's going to be a blast. So let's take our next break a little early, and when we come back, hopefully we'll have Brett the Threat in the building. So stick around, everybody. We'll be right back on The Mark Hoke Show. And by the way, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show, markhokeshow.podbean.com for all those podcasts. If you want to listen to the show, certainly appreciate it. Markhokeshow.com for the website, everything we got going on. And, of course, we've still got about a, now 20-some minutes to go on this one. So stick around, everybody. We will be right back. Get ready for one of the most exciting and interactive events on the pro wrestling calendar. The 57th Annual Cauliflower Alley Club Reunion at the Plaza in Las Vegas. Meet some of your all-time professional wrestling favorites. Check out the wrestling memorabilia. Participate in terrific seminars and star-studded events, including Tuesday and Wednesday night CAC Awards and dinner nights. Visit caulifloweralleyclub.org and get your tickets and membership today. That's caulifloweralleyclub.org. Hi, I'm Diana. As a veteran, I know that for many servicemen and women, the battle doesn't always end when they come home. Because I too struggle with the invisible wounds of service. Thankfully, I found American Humane's Pups or Patriots program, which brought Sam into my life. Before being paired with Sam, I didn't get out of bed for most days. Pups or Patriots and Sam literally changed my life. Now I'm able to go to the store without having a panic attack. I'm finally able to live my life the way I want to live it. Pups for Patriots provides trained service dogs to veterans like me at no cost. If you're a veteran or know a veteran struggling with post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury, please go to AmericanHumane.org to learn about their Pups for Patriots service dog program. Let's give our veterans a fighting chance. A message from American Humane. Tired of the same boring food when you're out for breakfast or lunch? I'm Mark Hoke, and I have an idea for a different place to go with unique food you're sure to enjoy, and that's Unique Eats. Take some time out of your busy day and stop on in to Unique Eats, featuring celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and his friendly staff. Whether it's a great start to your day with one of Unique Eats' amazing omelets or lunch with his incredible sandwiches, pasta, and award-winning pizzas, you'll be in for a fantastic dining experience that won't break the bank. Unique Eats also features a smoothie bar and full vegetarian menu as well. Plus, if you need catering, you can count on Unique Eats no matter what the occasion. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100, open daily until 3 p.m. Call them at 702-992-3038 or visit UniqueEatsLV.com for their full menu and catering info. Break out of the same old routine and have a great meal at Unique Eats today. 1015 FM K Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. All right, everybody, and we are back on The Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment, coming to you on 1015 FM K Don. Having a great old time today on Easter Sunday, and we want to thank all of you for being with us. We certainly do appreciate it. And, of course, we have Brian Ronovich from LasVegasWrestlingScene.com hanging out with us today. Right, Brian? Yes, hanging and out. 
Have yeah, a great time. Absolutely. We've also got the David Difference from FSW. Yes, sir. And we have a very special guest. Finally, he did find his way here. We got him. And uh, Brett, just got to move a little closer to that microphone for him, buddy, there. Brett the Threat is in studio and didn't beat me up. So I appreciate that, Brett. Thank you. The gangster has arrived. There you go. <laughs> Finally, huh? What yeah. The hell? Well, good morning and happy Easter to you, sir. How are you? Well, no pun intended, but uh, I'm feeling good. <laughs> good to be here. Very nice. Well, My hair's a little messed up, you know, kind of threw something on, you know. I was out late partying last night celebrating my win from uh, West Coast Pro. 3-0. 3-0 at West Coast Pro and... uh you know, so sorry, I'm a little late. <laughs> yeah, can we can we address that? I mean, hell of a talent, yeah. But this guy's super disrespectful. You know, he shows up whenever he wants. I know he was out partying, but come on, man, it's the Mark Hoke show. Disrespect. You should respect the disrespect. Oh. I'm respecting the disrespect. Touche. Because I don't want to get twisted like a pretzel. That's, yeah, that's probably smart. Yeah, I'm I'm smart. I'm just staying on the other side of the glass right now. I think I'm in a good spot. But Brett. I got to tell you, you have been really making an impression uh, all over the Southwest and California. Arizona. And, yeah, everywhere, man. You've been uh, Utah, getting, getting a Wyoming, lot. Wyoming, Virginia. You name a state, I'll be there and I'll own it. Rhode Island? Sure. You want Rhode Island too? Huh? You want Rhode Island? Rhode Island, sure. I'm from I'm from the East Coast. You know, I'm from Virginia, <laughs> so I never mess with Rhode Island too much. It's about It's about this. This small. <laughs> Damn. My ego's about this big. <laughs> so, you know, I, I never I never uh, seen the comparison with Rhode Island. You know, I just couldn't get with it. Fair enough. Well, you, you're doing very well. And like I said, you've been drawing the attention of a lot of people in the wrestling scene. Why do you think that your popularity has been rising and you've been getting so many new bookings all over the place? I mean, it seems like everybody wants you to come wrestle for them. You know, honestly, I ain't surprised. I'm really not surprised. And this is not like being a gimmick, you would say. Like, I'm really not surprised because when you look at the room in the training room, there's a constant variable, and that's Brett the Threat. Brett the Threat is in there. He is training hard. He is he's working on his timing he's working on his strikes he's working on floating inside and outside the pocket okay what if he does this and i'll counter with this so it does not surprise me that i'm getting all this attention and booking because my style is very unique and different there's not na- name another person on the card that has my style i can't can't oh, can't can't so that 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 is why and it's going to continue to be like that. Like I said, man, I'm 3-0 at West Coast Pro. I just made a big-time wrestling debut. Kirk White's big-time wrestling. Awesome promotion. Um, next, I guess, trying to look at getting PCW Ultra. You know, that's the next goal. and that's Because now I'm in North Cal, West Coast Pro, and I'd like to go SoCal, PCW Ultra. And uh, when in regards to Washington, I would like to, you know, defy, defy defying pcw ultra are definitely the next two yeah and of course uh i got to i've seen you wrestle quite a bit at future stars of wrestling uh, and i think the first night i met you was at diversion uh at diversion entertainment facility and you scared me brett <laughs> you scared me 
I was I was worried that I was uh, I was going to be in some trouble there when I first started talking to you. Uh, but I got to tell you, it's it, it's a unique experience getting to meet you and you know how you carry yourself when Imagine you're in this in business. No, I don't want. I, I'd rather not. I, I mean that that like I said, I don't think it would be fun. Brian, would you like to get in the ring with Brett? No. No? No, no. He he could put you to sleep really fast. Break your arm, knee. Uh-uh. Yeah. And, of course, uh, you've got an Army background. Uh, I mean, how much of that played into your uh, your style of wrestling? Zero percent. None? <laughs> I mean, I'm not shooting people with an M4. Right. <laughs> Did you do any tra- training like that in the Army? Uh, any, you know, sort of hand-to-hand, stuff like that? Did that- uh, yeah, a little bit, but... I mean, the only thing I'm shooting is the left hand and the right hand. I'm not shooting real bullets, so right. You there know, you I would I would assume the dis- discipline would come into play a little bit moving forward. Nah, right? nah, not at all. It, it just <laughs> made me more of a rebel because I don't <laughs> like getting told what to do. Yeah, I don't like getting told when to <laughs> wake up, what to that. eat. You know, you're going to the field for two weeks. You know, I did three years of that, man, from 17 to 20, and got out right when I turned 21 and moved to Vegas and. Was training two to three times a day, uh, shoot wise with best team in the world, and around a lot of UFC guys and Bellator guys and PFL guys and all over pro fighters. And then that's how I found pro wrestling was actually um, from uh, Dave Mazzani's sister, Gina Mazzani. Okay, of course. Yeah. Nice. So, so. When you developed your style in the ring, because it is very unique to what we see from a lot of people in the industry right now, what made you go in the direction that you did? You know, terrific grappling, uh, unique, um, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, character in the ring, uh, poise, and uh, you know, a lot of power. What, uh, what influenced you to go in that direction? See, that's where you get it wrong. It's not a character, bro. Like, I'm a legit, I'm not a gangster, like, as in, like, I I am a gangster on the mat. You know, when I say I'm a gangster, that means, like, when you step in the ring with me, it's going to get very gangster. So what that means is, is you're going to get roughed up, you're going to get smacked around, you're going to get talked to. You know, I'm going to take you down like that, a gangster mindset, you know, that, that, that is the real meaning behind the submission gangster. And it's not, not a character. It's not a gimmick because that's really who I am. You know, I've been around the people who've been very about it my whole life. And in turn, when you're around people who are about it, you're going to be about it. So when someone steps in the ring with me, they better be about it. Now, a, a couple of the matches that I've seen you wrestle uh, not only you know beating some people up here, but you know you got some pretty good opportunities. Uh, you know, reality wrestling when they were here, yeah, you, you got to deal with the boogeyman, yeah, which was pretty interesting. Um, one card I got to see you teaming up with uh, Adonis and uh, Carlito, which you know, oh yeah, 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 that that one. Sorry, I'm just so used to people calling him Chris Masters. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to help him out too. You know, got to go by his. Uh, I mean, he goes by both names, but. Uh, You've gotten some great chances to work with some amazing people. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I would like to think that you've earned that trust to be able to do that. I mean, that's not the easiest thing to do to get those opportunities. Yeah, absolutely, man. And 
like I said, hard work uh, speaks for itself. Um, the way I move in the ring just throws people off. You know, it's a very long, a long rangy style. I I guess you could compare it to Stephen Wonderboy Thompson in the UFC, or I guess you could even compare it to Conor McGregor. There it is. You know, <laughs> but it's my own. I've always, um, you know, striked like that. Always very long style. I was never a stand and bang. I was always a very long, elusive style. So even wrestling, I would. In amateur wrestling, it was a very kind of distant style. So it is my own style. It's just, you know, people are going to make comparisons to who they see on TV and stuff. And, you know, one thing that I was always taught when you're doing something that's entertaining is that you want to stand out and you want to be different. And, you know, one thing that I see in you when you are in the ring is it is a unique style. It is completely different than what everybody is doing on the card. It it's you know like I said it's a it's a long rangey style. It's not you know get in tight or fly around or anything like that. It's it's very different, and I think that's one thing that really does make you stand out. It's a long rangey style that uh, people will think they can close, and then they close the distance and get smacked. So. <laughs> And then, and then when they get smacked, they turn into a wrestler all of a sudden. They start shooting for the legs. And then they realize, oh, man, I'm in trouble because I done sprawled out. And then they back out. And then I close the distance, smack them again, and then they fall. <laughs> so that's kind of how the match goes. You were the kind of guy that when I wrestled in high school would have driven me absolutely crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Because I, I, I always was one of those guys I like to get in close. And but somebody that was taller would always kind of give me fits, and I have to try and pull them down. And I could tell that would not work on you at all. No. If I were to wrestle you in high school, I would have head snapped you to the dirt. Damn. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> and then push on your back tell you get up. Did you do a lot of hand fighting when you wrestled? Yeah, somewhat. Sometimes in pro wrestling, I'll do a little bit of hand fighting, but uh, I'm really looking for the KO or sub. Honestly, like yeah, of course I'll take you down, but. Taking you down isn't going to finish the match. So when I take you down, you can expect a right or left is going to follow. So <laughs> I would have my hands up. What? Tell everybody if they haven't seen your wrestle, what are some of your favorite moves that you like to throw on people? Uh, single leg, double leg takedowns, uh, the infamous strut leg drop, um, the DLD elbow drop. Um, my combos, you know, my crisp combos that land every single match. No, the thing is, I tell, I go on podcasts, I go on the air, and I tell people my game plan, but no one can stop it. So that just tells you how good I am in the ring because no one can stop it. Every every single match, you see someone's head bounce, you see someone's eyes, someone's eyes roll in the back of their head, you see someone's limb get snapped off, and I tell them. This is exactly what I'm going to do, and I go out and execute it. That sounds like a plan. Well, you've got Jacob Austin Young coming up at I high do. octane, and I got to tell you, I think that's a pretty intriguing matchup because there's a guy that likes to wrestle that kind of style too. It should be a, a pretty entertaining evening at the FSW Arena watching you two go at it. Everyone wants to wrestle that kind of style until they wrestle that kind of style. <laughs> you know, like I said, you know, Jacob Austin Young. 
He's a guy that uh, has been around, and I think he thinks that uh, I'm going to get intimidated by him being on New Japan and all these bigger-time bookings. But here's the thing. I'm on West Coast Pro. I'm all around, too. So I'm selling out arenas all across the West Coast. So it's just it's another, it's another day in the office for me. And Jacob Austin Young, he's very in tight, close quarters type of style. And, you know, that's where the styles make fights because I'm a very elusive long-range striker. He's a very in tight grappler. But he's going to realize that when he touches me, it's a very different game, very different level, and especially when he gets touched. And that's what I want to see. When he gets touched, how does he react? You know, when I when I bop him with a left, it I I mean, I'm sure he'll be able to take it, but how how does he react mentally because I'll be able to see if it mentally breaks him or not. And if it doesn't, I'll just keep pressing him until he does mentally break. Wow, nice. Mental warfare. I love it. Looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Of course, we're on with Brett the Threat here on the Mark Oak Show. And Brett is going to be in action once again on Friday night at the FSW Arena. So you want to make sure you check that out. So, Brett, what's... Is it Friday? It's yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah, it's Friday. FSW Network. Check it out. Streaming live. Man, it's Friday? I thought it was Saturday. Well, I'm glad, glad I helped you out. You too many know. matches to keep <laughs> count. Uh, too, many, too many wins that it all just starts to become the same in my head. Wow. That's pretty awesome. This guy's the greatest of all time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, what's, what are some of your aspirations at this point? Where do you see yourself in a couple of years? Um, Obviously, my biggest aspiration, man, is to be signed. You know, I think uh, I think it's time to show the world just what I can do. And I feel like I've been executing that. I feel like my best work and my best flows have been at West Coast Pro. And I'm excited to uh, be back at West Coast Pro and, you know, uh, show exactly what I can do. I still feel like there's a lot left on the table. And and honestly, I'm excited for the Jacob Austin Young match because I feel like I will do things that you have not seen before. And there will be things that he will not see coming that he will get hit with. And people will be in awe as Jacob Austin Young will be. Very awesome. Well, we've got a couple seconds here real quick. Just tell us where people can find you on social media and uh, as we get ready for Friday night. So my social media is at, okay, my Instagram is at Brett underscore the underscore threat. And my Twitter is Brett the threat 10. All right. The number 10? Yeah. Okay, cool. One T, right? Yeah, one one T. All right. Well, Brett, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it, and we'll look forward to seeing you in action on Friday night at the FSW Arena. It should be fun. So wish you the, all the best. And I can't wait to be there because I'll be rolling in, feeling good. good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Brian Ronovich, the David Difference. I'm Mark Oak. Thanks for being with us today on the Mark Oak Show. We certainly do appreciate it. Appreciate it. Want to wish you all of you a very happy Easter Sunday. Have a great time with your families and uh, whatever you decide to celebrate. We certainly uh, wish you a fantastic day. We will see you next week on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM. Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, the Mark Hoke Show, MarkHokeShow.com. And don't forget to subscribe to those YouTube videos, too. We've got all those great interviews from WrestleMania. We'll see you next week. Have a great day, Las Vegas. 
Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.